I say to start the podcast? Welcome back, everybody, <laughs> to the You Heard It Here First podcast. I'm not your host, Pastor Josh, here with the host, Sammy Young. Happy to be here, everybody. Wow, that was probably pretty spot on for what I say, isn't it? I listen closely whenever <laughs> you talk. <laughs> nice. Well, okay. Welcome, everybody. I'm keeping that as the intro this week. That's fine. Okay. How are you, Pastor Josh? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Why are you um, unable to remember <laughs> the intro to the podcast? I'm a little tired this morning, oh. I think, is part of the problem. So you, on uh, Tuesday mornings for the audience, have Bible study with the yes high school students? Yes. And you, you meet them at school, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. How many, how many were there this morning? Ten this morning. Wow. That's a pretty good group. Yeah. Is that a pretty typical number? Mm. We have anywhere from 10 to 14 kids, typically. And you bring breakfast? Yes. This morning, it was a student's birthday, so I asked his mom. Shout out to the birthday Yeah, birthday boy, boy, Levi. Levi. No more 10 o'clock curfew for driving for him. Oh, Big deal. Nice. 17. He can stay out till 1030 now. Yeah. I think you can stay later than I have that. no idea. We, I was just we don't know. That up. Anyway, it was his birthday, so we made cinnamon rolls, and I had oh. little party hats, and it was a good time. Wow. It was you fun. You made cinnamon rolls. Good for you. Yeah, this morning at 6 a.m. Wow. Mm-hmm. You are a devoted youth leader. I do my best. Yeah. yeah. A couple early in the year, you were making waffles. Oh, there will be waffles again. <gasps> and... What? I just thought of something. Oh, think of something. <laughs> My mom just got this new mini donut maker that looks like a mini waffle maker, but it makes donuts. And I think I might bring that sometime. It'd be kind of fun. It's like this big yellow donut, and then it has five donuts inside it to make it. Does I it actually look like a waffle maker where you pull the top off? Yes, wow. but it's a little bit bigger. I know the people can't see my hands, but I'm demonstrating it's how looking- big it is. Well, I was going to say that it looks like it's about 16 by 12, but then your hands move, so it was now 24 by... Like this big, maybe? <laughs> what What do we think? But it's yellow Yellow donut. That's quite ostentatious. That's Boom. That's a big word. That is a big word. Ostentatious means uh, not tasteful. Like You haven't seen obscene. it. You haven't seen it. A big yellow donut? It's cute. I like no, it. My have, grandparents found it. For clearly, my have different tastes. I don't normally like yellow, so but this is cute. Anyway, I think it'd be fun to up. have like uh, maybe we should have waffles for staff lunch next time. I'll make you them. You could bring the donuts, the donut maker. We okay. could. Okay, we could have just all kinds of different breakfast makers. Yeah, we could make uh, some eggs. Uh huh. Sounds kind of fun. It would be kind of fun. So that was this morning. Mm-hmm. So that explains why you're up early. Yeah. But were you out late? A little bit. Uh-oh. A little bit. What what kept you up so late last it was night? The Bachelor premiere last uh, night. The, the new bachelor. season of The Bachelor's on. So I went to my friend's house and she lives a little bit far away. And we just got to chatting. I said I was gonna leave at nine forty five. The show doesn't end till Ten, but I was like, I need to, <laughs> I need to leave at nine forty-five. I left at ten forty-five. So why would you say that you're gonna leave early? Because I was like, I have to be up early, but I want to see your house and I want to see you. And the show is like the back, back burner. It's what's like. on in the background. Yeah, it's. Like I think I watched music. like five minutes of oh. the show. That's probably as much as I've seen, given the length of the commercials that I've seen. Yeah, 
I just hate the first episode. I could do without uh, it. Let's just jump into where everybody kind of shows up in the car and they yeah. all try to impress. And... I don't like that first episode, so I never really care. So I don't. I don't care that I missed anything. I'll watch next week. Are you as devoted to The Bachelor as you used to be? No, because when we first met, you were I pretty was, diehard. I think I was listening. This is so bad. My mom's gonna hate that I'm saying this. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Sorry, I used Mrs. to. Young. I used to listen. Like I'd watch a show on Monday nights or Tuesday morning or whatever when I could watch it. And I throughout the week, I think I listened to like five different podcasts. Oh about my the word! Different recaps. That's like a, you heard it here first, second, third, fourth, and you yeah. heard it here fifth. It just was too much. Now I have like maybe one sometimes okay. that I listen to. But other than so, I've tamed down a little bit because it was getting excessive. I need that to is chill all out. excessive. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, hmm. what's up with you? Well, unlike you, I got a full nine hours of sleep last night. That's impressive. We had early basketball games, so the kids went to bed on time. Nice. Steph had parent-teacher conferences. Mm. It's January is busy, so she's got report cards, and then she has to meet with all the parents about where these four-year-old preschool kids are going to go next year whether mm. it's five school or kindergarten okay so she met with like 20 sets of parents yesterday in I, one day in one day That's she crams lot. it all in so she's around more at home which is great for yeah. us but yeah. really hard on her so yeah she's pretty fried when she gets home so i, I usually bet. just like watch some house hunters yeah i'll go in a different room yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice. no it's good so we had a nice, nice, relaxing night. <clears throat> Great. You got fun socks on today? I do. So two years ago, Hadley found a 12-pack of Elf socks. Like Elf the movie? Elf the movie. Okay. Yeah, this one. What does that even say? I can't tell. Oh, Smiling is my favorite. Smiling is my favorite. Yeah. So I've got one that says... Um, you know the bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad. Is that your favorite? Like your Thanks, favorite Mr. movie? Thanks, Mr. Norwell. Um, or- it's one of my favorites. I mm. I just the kids love watching me watch Elf, mm. and so it's kind of become a cyclical. I love watching the movie because I know the kids love how ridiculous I am yeah. when I'm watching it. So I kind of play that up. You like the movie though? Yeah, I do. Okay, good. So I've got uh, yesterday. I wore. Uh, Santa is coming socks. You know Christmas is a year away yet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. But just like the mm. elves, when Santa comes back on Christmas after delivering all the presents, it's time to get started for Christmas next year, and they all go crazy. So, Are you a big Christmas guy? No, but I, I just... I only can wear the socks so many weeks, and yeah, I have that's... a lot of Christmas socks. Yeah, you might as well wear them, I guess. I might as well wear we them. We normally unlike, can't see your socks. Unlike right? your exposed like dirty shoes. Well, your exposed ankles. It's yeah. a good thing we live in 2023. Oh. You know, those old... Yeah, and your your shoes. Which shoes are those? Are those the... These are technically my clean ones, but okay. they're a little dirty. I think they need a Walsh. A what? A Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I Have you been like watching that. British television? No. Sometimes don't you just like to say certain words kind of funny? Well, my grandma Vendrunen continues to say it's a washcloth. 
A washcloth. Washcloth. Like there's a W A R S H. On purpose or on accident? I think on purpose. It's a washcloth. See, that's kind of funny. And I actually heard somebody from church say that the other day, and I almost, I mean, I burst out laughing because I thought immediately of my sweet 90 oh. plus year old grandma. And I oh, thought, nice. that's the only other person I know who doesn't know how to say wash. Well, she's probably doing it to be funny. Wash? Yeah. <laughs> funny. So, who do we have on the podcast today? Today, we have Melissa Troost on the podcast mm. to give us another kind of testimony story. So, Sunday morning, I ran into Melissa. Mm -hmm. I was heading to the back to bring the TV mm -hmm. for Aaron and the Sunday school kids, and I ran into Lainey, mm -hmm. and she was confused as to why mm. I was in the back of church, mm -hmm. and Lainey said, you're supposed to be up front. <laughs> That's funny. So, I have a lot of fun with interaction with the truest children. Nice. Brandon doesn't uh, want to shake my hand when I greet him at the door. Mm. I think it's because I'm a big fan of red tractors, and he's a big fan of green tractors. Oh, some conflict so, there. Yeah. Yeah. You have to find out if there's uh, some stuff beneath the surface there with Melissa. I'll ask her <laughs> why Brandon won't shake your hand. <laughs> <laughs> but stay tuned for Melissa, everybody. Okay. Um, Melissa Truce, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me yes. today. How how's your morning been so far? Not bad. I started work at 7.30, so oh, nice. been in meetings and then took a break to come over here. Nice. Working from home today or were you in the office? Working from home today. Okay. Nice. So you didn't have to come as far. Nope. Nice. Well, thank you for taking the time this morning to come in. We have you on to do another similar podcast to what we had last week. Linda Wearingo was in to kind of share her story, and you also are in to share a little bit about your story. So thank you for your willingness to do that. Um, but before we get to that, let's just introduce yourself, what your life looks like now. So like about your family, work, hobbies, involvement at First Cutlerville, all those fun things. All right. Well, we've been at First Cutlerville for almost eight years. Nice. Uh, we started shortly after Brian and I got married and when we were pregnant with Brandon. Okay. Um, so we've been here that long. Um, we live in Caledonia mm -hmm. and have three small children. Nice. Um, Brandon, Ellery, and Delaney, they're all about a year apart, so you see them running around church together. Yes. And then um, I am still employed at Bissell. I've worked at nice. Bissell for almost 21 years now. Oh, wow. Um, and before that, I worked a little bit at Hayworth, and I worked a little bit at a corrugated um, packaging company. Nice. So at my job at Bissell, I work as the director of global procurement, so I deal okay. with Anything related to uh, manufacturing and our finished goods that we buy. So all okay. of our vacuums and our floor cleaners. Okay. Um, and I just recently took on the consumables packaging. So if you go out to the store and you're looking for something to clean your floor in the Woolite brand or in mm. the Bissell brand, that's that's you. That's me. <laughs> um, so I have a team of about 15 people that work for me between Asia, because I also have manufacturing people in Asia that work with me. Okay. Teams in Grand Rapids and, um, yeah, just Grand Rapids and Asia right okay. now. Okay. Possibly Mexico pretty soon. Okay. Cool. You enjoy that? I most of the time do. Nice. <laughs> it's been stressful the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, because supply chain has been a challenge. Yeah. But, um, I enjoy it. That's why I've been continuing to do it for so yeah. long. And, yeah. Um, I believe in our products. So, Nice. Um, I stay there. Yeah, that makes a difference. If you didn't like what you were promoting, it would be hard. And I work with a lot of really good people. Nice. That does help. Great. And you said you've been here about 
eight years. Yes. Um, this wasn't on my list of questions, but what kind of drew you to First Cutlerville? When did you start, or why did you start attending? When Brian and I got married, mm-hmm. I moved from Jenison out to Caledonia. Okay. And driving into Jenison every week for church just didn't sound like yeah. a really fun way to do it. Yeah. Plus, we were debating whether we were going to have kids based mm-hmm. on our age. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, if I want my kids to be involved in a church, I want them to be close by. Okay. I don't want to have to yeah. drive them in for Wednesday night and then spend, yeah. you know, an, an hour total driving back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started looking for churches. His family's in Caledonia. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, um, his grandpa was the pastor at St. Paul's Lutheran. Oh. And I'm like... I grew up with a Calvinist background. I'm not sure yeah. I can go Lutheran. Yeah. Um, and I said, as much as I love your family, I don't know that I want to be in church with them every week either. That's fair. <laughs> um, so he was open to looking around. So we we started doing some looking, um, kind of researching and um, found First Cutlerville. Mm-hmm. And then some friends of mine at the church that I had been at in Jenison mm-hmm. actually had attended here for years before they moved to Jenison. Oh, nice. So I'm like, okay, they always said good things about the church. We're yeah. Gonna, we're going to try. And this was probably the third or fourth church we came into when we were mm. in our local church shopping. Yeah. And I just felt at home when I came here. Mm. People were friendly. We were greeted. Nice. Um, I just felt like it was the right fit. Yeah. Nice. And uh, so we stayed. Nice. And they got you involved pretty quick in some of the ministries. I feel like you've been helping with gen- GEMS for quite a few years now. I've been in, this is my f- fifth or sixth year okay. of GEMS. Yeah. Um, we started, I started with the nursery Okay. Um, after Brandon was born mm-hmm. and came out of the NICU and was able to be a nursery. I yeah. Thought, okay, now's a good time for me to start volunteering in nursery. Yeah. And then I I was a GEM. Actually, I was a Calvinette when I was oh, growing nice. up. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, and I loved, I loved the program. Yeah. And wanted to take the opportunity mm-hmm. once the kids got a little bit older. And I started actually, Ellie was not quite a year old when I started. So they okay. weren't super old, but yeah, um, doing it. And I'll say there are Wednesday nights I come in here exhausted after working all day. Yeah. Um, but the energy from the girls mm-hmm. and their willingness to participate and learn yeah. and just get involved mm-hmm. gives me the energy I need to keep going. Nice. Do you have one set group of girls that you have every week? Which grade are you with? I have the third graders. Okay. Nice. So the, the fresh new ones yes. into the program. Excited about everything. Excited and wanting yes. to keep them excited. Nice. And, and they're fun. Very fun. Isn't is it a lot of third graders this year or is that the fourth graders that just keep growing or both? We have ten in third grade. Oh wow. They really took the challenge to yeah. heart when we said bring a friend. Yes. And they brought friends. Nice. And then the fourth grade, it was third and fourth grade together, mm-hmm. but the two groups together was 16 or 17, oh, wow. I think, which is too much. So yeah. we split, split them up, up a little bit. So Gotcha. Um, nice. And you survived the all-nighter with them? I did. I will be honest. I didn't sleep over it. Oh, night. that's okay. I went home at 1130 and came that's, back at seven. That's still late to leave and then early to come back. Yes. So it's basically doing the so all-nighter. We had a good time. Yeah. Nice. Great. Well, I hear great things about the GEMS program and stuff, and all the girls seem to enjoy it. And it sounds like from both ends, the leaders enjoy it and the, the girls enjoy it. So thanks for your willingness to do that ministry as well. Have you been involved in any other ones? Nursery and GEMS, Just I know. Just nursery and GEMS. Okay. Um, nice. Occasionally think about taking time off of work and doing Go Kids, but mm. it doesn't always seem to fit with what else is in my schedule. Gotcha. So. Makes sense. Makes sense. But your kids come to Go Kids, right? They do. Yes. Very fun. We've talked about your kids a little bit, and we'll, that's a big part of your story that we'll get to in a few minutes. Is there anything else for the introduction that we wanted to mention about you that people might not know? 
I don't think so. Okay. I think that, that covers it. Any fun hobbies? Oh, we have, we live on five acres, five and a half oh, acres. Oh, nice. So we have chickens. Fun. Um, and we get eggs. Nice. Um, and I want to expand that, but Brian's not quite on board yet. Okay. Um, we also have a fairly large garden. Oh, fun. Um, Brian does a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to the planting and the, yeah. the eating, but uh-huh. I do a lot of the processing. Nice. Um, so I can, I freeze, I dehydrate. Oh, nice. Um, I also, we started this during the uh, pandemic because mm-hmm. we were doing Sunday night science with the kids. Oh, fun. And we were doing different science experiments and we did one with bread. Mm-hmm. And we saw that store-bought bread, no matter what I did to it, would not mold for like a month. Oh. And I got kind of grossed out by that. Yeah. So every Ooh. week I bake a loaf of bread for the family for the week. Oh, nice. Um, so it's just kind of fun to get back to yeah. some of that. Yeah. And then I also picked up crocheting. Nice. Um, I learned from my grandma when I was a young girl. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things I can do so I'm not on my phone yeah. scrolling all night long. Yeah. Makes sense. Crochet um, stuff is very trendy right now, too. So Yes. Yes. That's a good good hobby to have. My friend is really into baking bread, too, and she's always posting pictures of it. And I'm like, that looks delicious. It's at the house. Smells yes. Beautiful. Yes. It's the best. Great. Well, let's jump in a little bit to your story. So you spelled it out pretty nicely for me. So we'll kind of talk through some of these things. Um, you started off with you went to Hope College in 1997. Yes. That was the year I was born. Yes. <laughs> yes. As I look back, I'm like, no, 97 was just the other day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like 20. 25, almost 26. Ago. Yes. Wow. But so you went to Hope College and what did you study there? I had a double major in mm-hmm. economics and business and okay. a minor in communications. Oh, wow. So you were busy. So, yes. I stayed busy at school. Yes. Nice. And did you enjoy your college experience? Like, how did that go? I did. I had a, I mean, it was fairly standard college experience. Mm-hmm. I was an RA in the dorms. Nice. I really enjoyed it. My grandma uh, lived in Freedom Village. So okay. just basically across 8th Street. Yeah. Um, so I would see her every Sunday. We would go to church. We'd go to breakfast. Nice. Um, she and I had a very strong relationship. Nice. It was really fun to be at college, super close to her. Yeah. Um, and then I did still live in Holland after I graduated. So okay. um, I could still help take care of her a little bit. Nice. As she was getting older. Yeah. Nice. I love Holland. I always wanted to go to Hope, but it got a little pricey by the time I... It was pricey when I was in school. I bet. So. Yeah. So, and it's so cute. You can, you're like close to downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice. And then after college, what did life look like after college for you? My 20s were a fun time, but not necessarily a good time. Mm. Um, I decided that I didn't need to go to church every week. Okay. I had my faith. I didn't need to be in a building every week listening mm. and talking. And, and I walked away from it. Mm. And I started doing my own thing. Yeah. And I made what I will call now. Really bad decisions. Mm. Um, bad decisions financially. Mm-hmm. Um, I still worked every day and I, I made income, but I thought, you know, I could spend my money how I want to spend it. Yeah. Um, so I spent probably way more than I made. Mm-hmm. Got into trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, my dating life was not following what I had been raised mm-hmm. to believe. Or yeah, you know, I had a great time with the guys that I dated, but it probably was not. Ex- it wasn't the yeah. right thing to do. Yeah. That all kind of spiraled into what ended up being some pretty severe depression Mm. Um, and where I would barely get out of bed except to go to work, Mm. except to do, to do things. The have tos. The have tos, Mm -hmm. things I had to do. Yeah. And um, it kind of all spiraled down 
Mm -hmm. until I got to the point where I actually had my car repossessed, Mm. which that was a big wake up call for me. And I was able to get the car back, putting a lot of things together. Mm -hmm. I ended the lease on my townhouse that I had Mm -hmm. and I moved in with my sister for six months to just get everything back together. Mm -hmm get my life back together, figure out what I needed to do. Yeah. And I knew what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. And what I needed to do was to find a church family mm. and re-strengthen my faith. Yeah. And come back to the way I was raised. Yeah. And um, some tough awakenings. There were a lot of tears. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time in therapy, spent some time on antidepressants, mm-hmm. um, not very long. Mm-hmm. Um still see a therapist to this day. Um, I got back on my feet and about mm-hmm. the time I was ready to move out of my sister's house back into a new townhouse of my own, I met my first husband. Okay. Um, and we actually met on eHarmony. Oh, nice. Um, and the f- day he and I went out to lunch for the first time, he worked at Meyer. I worked at Bissell. So we're both in Walker. Mm-hmm. We went to Schuler's bookstore in Alpine. Mm-hmm. Um, we had lunch, and we were both working, and all of a sudden we looked at the clock, and it was 2 o'clock. Like, oh, we, back, we got to get back to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it was just one of those, you know, we connected at that soul-to-soul level from the first time we yeah. dated. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we dated for about a, six months before we got engaged, and mm-hmm. then um, we got married the following year. Okay. And I always wanted a Christmas wedding because I love Christmas. Nice. Uh, so we had a Christmas wedding. We had a beautiful first year of our marriage. Um, he was not raised in a Christian family, Okay, but he had a strong desire to know Christ. Mm. And so I invited him to go to church with me mm-hmm. and he went every week. We got him a mentor that nice. helped him with Bible studies. Yeah. He met with the pastor regularly. Nice. Just really immersing himself in it. Mm-hmm. Um, three months before we got married, he was baptized. Nice. And he was confirmed. Awesome. Um, so he just, he had such a joy for it. Yeah. And he was one of those kind of people that he would give you the shirt off your back if you needed it. Yeah. And you could never leave a room without getting a big giant hug from him. Mm. Um, so, it was, you know, yeah. And then um, just before our first wedding anniversary, in fact, two days before our wedding anniversary, wow. we were out at a floral shop, mm-hmm. um, Sunny Slope. Okay. And uh, getting flower arrangement that we were going to put in the front of church to celebrate our first anniversary. Nice. And the love that we had with our church family. And, yeah. Um, and I kissed him mm-hmm. and said, I'm so glad to be married to you. And then I turned around to put the arrangement on the counter mm. and pay. And all of a sudden I heard a crash <gasps> and I turned around and he had fallen backwards and mm. he had had a massive heart attack. Wow. And, um, Everybody rushed around to help. Yeah. Um, the paramedics and the police were there. It felt like instantly. I mean, they were they were there. Mm-hmm. And um, we were praying. There, the people from the store were praying with me. A sheriff's deputy came and sat by my side, and he prayed with me. Mm-hmm. And I was praying for God to save him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Save Brian. I'm not ready. Yeah. And then I got this feeling that I needed to pray a different prayer. Mm. And I've always struggled with that part of the Lord's prayer of thy will be done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Okay, it's my will. Yeah, we don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. We want the control. I want control, and yeah. I'm very much a control freak and a planner. It's mm -hmm. in my job. It's in everything. Mm -hmm. And I felt in my heart that I needed to pray that I will be done, and I needed to let it go Yeah. and whatever God's will was. Mm -hmm. So I prayed, dear God, my will is for Brian to be here. My mm -hmm. will is for us to grow old together, for mm -hmm. us to have a family. Mm -hmm. But if it is your will to take him, mm -hmm. Take him, but take him quickly so he doesn't suffer. Yeah. And in that moment, I felt a peace mm. and I felt the struggle from him yeah. cease and his body become still. Mm. And I felt like I saw angels coming for yeah. him. So yeah. they did get him loaded into an ambulance and brought him over to Metro. Mm -hmm. And the doctor at the ER door met me at the door and said, I'm sorry, your husband didn't make it. Mm -hmm. I collapsed on the floor of the ER screaming, you know, all the major traumatic things yeah. that you go through. Yeah, absolutely. But I had known as we were driving in, mm -hmm. that, you know, my dad, I had called my dad and he was at the florist. He drove me in and we followed the ambulance and I had said, they don't have their lights on, dad. Yeah, you knew. I knew. Mm -hmm. um, so, of course, that kicked off <laughs> a, a very large, big yeah. time of my life of yeah. heartbreak and grief and mm -hmm. okay what do I want to do my parents were very afraid that I was going to spiral back to where I had been in yeah. my 20s yeah but I was in a different place mm -hmm. I had my faith mm -hmm. I had a good foundation yeah I had all the support in the world mm -hmm. um, sometimes a little too much support <laughs> I felt a little smothered at times yeah but yeah um, I had a friend who's husband was in seminary at Western and mm -hmm. interning over at Fairhaven who said, Melissa, we have a program called Grief Share. Okay. You should, you should go to Grief Share. Mm -hmm. I'll buy your book. I'm like, it's $20. I can buy my own book. <laughs> I can buy a book. <laughs> and um, so I went to Grief Share. I went with my parents mm -hmm. and I was there two weeks after he died. So it was very fresh. I cried at every session. Yeah. Uh, but I felt healing start to occur. Yeah. So we finished the 11 week session. There was a little break. I'm like, I'm going to go to the next session by myself because I feel like I need to do this again. Yeah. And I went through that session again and again. I felt more peace. Mm -hmm. I wasn't healed after three months, after six months. I still cry now about it. And yeah. it's been 13 years, mm. 2009 to two, 12 years. Yeah. Uh, 13, whatever. I can't do the math as <laughs> yes. fast in my head. 12, almost 13. And, yeah. um, you know, I spent a lot of time healing. I spent time in therapy. Mm -hmm. I found an actual grief therapist. Mm -hmm. um, I have since actually even found someone who specializes in PTSD mm. and gotten some of the PTSD yeah. covered because I, I, I healed. Mm -hmm. And then when the time was right, again, I put a profile out on Match. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, my friends urged it. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I Maybe I'm just meant to be single mm. and I'm meant to be the best aunt in the world to my fantastic nephews yeah. who I love and adore. Yeah. Um, I built my own house. I had my own space. Nice. I just, I, I felt like I had a handle on life. Yeah. But I put a profile out on Match. I had a couple dates that were, eh. and then on December, it was December 20, 2012, mm -hmm. I got a wink from somebody. Nice. So I looked at this profile <laughs> and I'm like, wow, today's my wedding anniversary. Mm. Should have been three years. Yeah. And, or four years, whatever it was. Anyway, um, I'm like, yeah, but 
And then I looked and I'm like, I like everything about this guy. And then I got down to his name and it was Brian. Wow. Which is the same name as my first husband. Yes. I'm like, okay, it's my wedding anniversary. His name is Brian. I think I'm getting a sign of some sort. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, we're going to take it slow. Yeah. So I, I, I winked back. We talked back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually ended up leaving for China for a business trip like okay. a week later, mm-hmm. just after Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we communicated back and forth long distance from China mm-hmm. um, until I got back. And we had our first date two days after I got back. So I'm, nice. of course, massively jet lagged. Yeah. <laughs> and I had had a, what I call my Hong Kong catastrophe. Oh. <laughs> my straight iron had gotten plugged into the wall and I had a transformer because it's 220 volts. There. Yeah. I had a transformer. Well, the transformer blew. Oh, no. And I looked like I stuck my hand in an electric socket. Oh, no. Because my whole hair. Oof. I had, you know, hadn't had a chance to get it caught. So I'm like, okay, great first impression. Yeah. Right, with this guy. <laughs> And I was so jet lagged, I forgot to say thank you to him for mm. wiping the snow off my car. Mm. And he's like, okay, she's never going to. Yeah. A couple of days later, I reached out to him and I'm like, I, I like you. Yeah. Yeah. And so we started dating and we dated for two years before mm-hmm. we got married. Nice. In February of 15. About the time we were selling houses and buying a house together, mm-hmm. panic attacks started hitting from mm. my first experience yeah of, okay i'm gonna marry this guy and a year later he's gonna be dead and yeah you know all those things that go yeah. through your head randomly mm-hmm. and um so i've had to ramp up the therapy went into ptsd stuff mm-hmm. we got married we thought okay i'm 39 at this point brian was 35 30 yeah 35 36 okay um i'm probably too old to have kids at this point mm. but we're gonna try so yeah. we tried with clomid okay um which is a fertility med mm-hmm and ended up pregnant with Brandon. Nice. Um, so we're really excited. Yeah. Um, like, okay, we'll probably have one kid, right? Mm-hmm. At my age, you get to the 40s, it doesn't really happen, right? Yeah. And so the first half of our pregnancy went really well. Mm-hmm. And then I got to about 21 weeks and mm. I started having cramping mm. and bleeding and I started freaking out. Yeah. And I went to the doctor multiple times. They're like, no, you're fine. You're fine. Hmm. There's nothing going on. Yeah ultrasound shows everything's good okay and finally i got to the point where it was like gushing out and i called the doctor and i'm like i'm gonna come sit in your office yeah so you do an exam yeah because they keep sending me home from the emergency room yeah and so i went in there he did a full exam and he's like you need to call your husband Mm. you are in labor Mm. you are dilated and the sac is protruding yeah like i can feel a hand (gasps) you're going to the hospital you're not coming out till this baby's born and i'm like i'm 23 weeks and two days yeah Viability is 24 weeks. Yeah. And so we got to the hospital. Brian made it. He works out by the airport. Okay. And he made it downtown to Spectrum in at 3 o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> in probably 10 minutes. Nice. I don't think <laughs> I don't think he stopped for stoplights. Yeah. And he got there and, and we listened to what the doctors had to say. And uh-huh. we cried and we prayed a lot. Yeah. And we talked to people and we cried some more. Yeah. But they gave us some really scary, scary statistics if mm-hmm. Brandon had been born at 23 weeks. Yeah. Survival rate is less than 20%. Mm. They don't do life-saving measures unless you tell them you want life-saving measures mm. until you get to 24 weeks. Mm. And you were so close to 24 weeks. We are so close. Yeah. But we're like at 23. I'm like, I don't want him to suffer. Yeah. And so we signed the DNR. Mm. And then in that time frame, I had posted on Facebook, we need prayers. We need prayers. Yeah. And a friend of mine from high school who I also went to college with mm-hmm. reached out to me and he was a NICU doctor in, mm. in Texas. Mm. And 
Pete called me and he's like, Melissa, he's like, I'm a NICU doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you the same statistics your doctor just told you. Mm-hmm. But I'm also going to remind you of this. Mm-hmm. You and I went to the same church. We went to the same college. Mm-hmm. I know you have faith. And yeah. our God is powerful. Yeah. And our God can make miracles happen. Mm-hmm. You know what to do. Yeah. And I hung up and I'm talking to my husband and, and we're, you know, still crying and okay, what, you know, I'm like, I don't feel good about what we just signed. I don't mm. feel good about not giving him a chance. Yeah. Are we prepared if he's born and mm-hmm. he has severe health issues? Mm. And we said, so we prayed some more mm-hmm. and I prayed again, thy will be done. Mm. And this time it scared me even more because I knew what had happened last, last time. time. I really yeah. prayed it and yeah, meant it. Yeah. Like, no, this is, this is God's will. Yeah. Whatever. I, I've got to give this life a chance. Right. Yeah. And, um, then I felt this really huge kick from Brandon mm. and he was only about one pound, three ounces at that point. So wow. not real big, but yeah. you don't feel a lot of strong kicks. Yeah. But I felt this strong kick. I said to Brian, I'm like, we need to reverse what we just signed. Yeah. So I called the nurses in, said, give me that paper. And we ripped it up and we said, I want all life-saving measures mm. if he's born. Yeah. Thankfully, they were able to get the labor stopped through, you know, tons of magnesium and other medications mm-hmm. they pumped into me. Yeah. And um, the next day we got moved up to the OB special care where we spent 10 more days. Mm. Um, on the 30th of October, mm-hmm. I started feeling more labor pains again. Yeah. Things I knew something wasn't right. I yeah. told the nurse, I'm like, something's not right. So of course they run all the monitors. They're like, no, you're fine. Yeah. It's all in your head. I'm like, it's not in my head. I know my body. Yeah. And um, so they gave me a sleeping pill, mm-hmm. put me to bed. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after midnight that night, I woke up and I knew. And yeah. I screamed. And I called for the nurse. Four nurses came down and a doctor, portable ultrasound. Brian's sleeping next to me on, you know, those little pull-out <laughs> yeah. things they have in the hospital rooms. Yeah. He wakes up to these people in the room. <laughs> they're like, Mr. Troost, you're having a baby tonight. Nice. <laughs> and um, so they rushed us down to labor and delivery. Mm-hmm. Called my parents. My mom's like, I know I've told you we'd never be there when you had babies because the time in the hospital is your time. Yeah. But in case someone goes to heaven tonight, I want to be there. Yeah. She thought she was going to get brought into a waiting room. No, no. She and my dad had front row seats to everything. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, you've seen parts of me you haven't seen since you diapered. Yeah. Um, and Brandon was born mm-hmm. at 2.21 in the morning. Nice. Which we all laugh about because our bride and my's anniversary is February 21. Mm. Brandon's original due date was February 21. Wow. So he still found a way to be born. Yeah. At 2.21. Yeah. On the wrong day. Yeah. Um, when he was born, I'm not going to lie, I was scared for the entire time he was in the NICU. Yeah. But I felt a little bit of peace because mm-hmm. October 31 was my first husband's birthday. Mm. It's also my brother-in-law's birthday. Nice. Like He's got a guardian angel in heaven who can watch out for him. And yeah, my brother-in-law's still here. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, um, so he was born, he was born with cortical necrosis in his kidneys. Okay which means his kidneys had, they were dead. Yeah. Um, He was too little for dialysis, too little for kidney transplant. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was born at one pound, nine ounces Mm. and the size of a Barbie doll. Yeah. Um, So they still have to wait and see if anything happens. Mm -hmm. And um, miraculously, his kidneys started functioning. Wow. 
and um, he was only ventilated for three weeks. Mm. Um, a lot of babies that age are ventilated. In fact, his best NICU friend was ventilated for three months. Wow. Um, before he moved on to other types of breathing. Yeah. So we, we went through heart surgery with him. We've been through just all the development. Mm -hmm. um, they had told us at 24 weeks, his chance for survival was about 25%. Wow. If he did survive, his chance for no long-term health or developmental disabilities mm -hmm. was 20%. Wow. And if you look at him now, he runs around. He's fine. He's yeah. small for his age. Yeah. Um, we have some speech things that we're working on with him. Mm -hmm. But other than that, he doesn't have long-term health complications. Wow. He doesn't have long-term developmental complications. Mm -hmm. So early on in our NICU stay, one of the nurses, and she's actually someone I knew from high school as well, mm -hmm. um, she looked at me and she said, Melissa, she said, we know the babies in here who have prayer. Mm, wow. Around the, you know, I said, we have yeah. prayer around the world. I, I work with so many people yeah. globally. We were getting prayers from China. We were getting prayers from Australia. Mm -hmm. People who knew what we were going through and yeah. praying for us every day and praying for Brandon mm -hmm. and his growth and his survival. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I credit God for putting us in the right place mm -hmm. at the right time mm -hmm. with the right hospital and the right people. Yeah. And uh, so then we thought, should we have any other children? You know, yeah. are we going to go through this again? Yeah. And I talked to the doctor and she's like, we don't know why you went into labor. Mm. So we have no idea why I wanted to yeah. labor. Yeah. But she's like, I'm okay if you want to try again. Okay. So we're like, okay, we'll try it with Allie. Yeah. So, and ended up pregnant a few months later with Ellery. Yeah. And her pregnancy was perfect other than, again, I had a lot of anxiety and a lot of mm -hmm. in and outs. Yeah. Um, and uh, so she was born. Everything mm -hmm. was on track mm -hmm. with her. Um, she had a little bit of a rough birth because she didn't want to she got stuck and I had to use vacuum to okay. get her out. But other than that, she was okay. Yeah. So then we thought, okay, we're good. We have a boy and a girl. We're good. We have two, right? Yeah. And I'm at this point, I'm 42. Mm -hmm. And then um, I like to say, I, I said, Lainey surprised us and Ellery corrects me every time I say it. Mm. No, mom, Lainey didn't surprise us. God surprised us. Mm. God knew that we needed to have yeah. three kids and our family would be complete. Yeah. And surprise out of nowhere, we found out we were pregnant with, with Delaney. Yeah. And again, it was another great pregnancy, no issues. Mm. And she was born and she completed our family. Mm -hmm. And we are done for sure this time. <laughs> <laughs> you're three and you're set. Yep. So yeah. all of my kids were born four, at age 40, 42, and 43. So okay. I'm definitely done now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a testimony, though, to show how much like timing mm -hmm. went through in every part of your story and how God was faithful and all those. Cause I can just imagine being so scared the first time praying that prayer, not knowing what was going to happen the next time, but fully surrendering that is just, yeah. and it's, it's tough. And I will admit, I don't pray that prayer often mm -hmm. and really truly mean it. I mean, mm -hmm. we all say the Lord's prayer regularly, Yeah, but do I truly mean it when I'm saying that? Yeah. Be done? Yeah. Probably not. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a tough one to pray and to mean. Yeah. Well, our time is about up. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us.